Welcome to the Reading Teachers Playbook, a podcast for upper elementary reading teachers. I'm your host, Eva Mireles, and here we will talk about all things reading instruction, time management, and mindset. Being an upper elementary reading teacher comes with a unique set of challenges. You are tasked with helping students understand text on a deep level, preparing them for their state assessment, and remediating non-readers, all while trying not to turn students off of reading altogether. You need a playbook of ideas that helps you meet the needs of all your readers and gives you tips that you can use today. I am here to be your teaching bestie, encouraging you to step out of your comfort zone and hold you accountable for the things you said you wanted to try. Together, we can cut through the noise of all things reading instruction and help you figure out what your students need most right now. In this episode, we're going to learn the what, what are systems, routines, and habits, the why, why are they important, and the how. How should you incorporate them into your life? This is an excerpt taken from my workshop at the 2022 E2E conference. This workshop is available in its entirety for purchase in my teachable school. Let's jump in. In this workshop, we're going to learn the what, what are systems, routines, and habits, the why, why are they important, and the how, how should you incorporate them into your life. Let's start with the what. Let's define our terms. What are systems, routines, and habits? A system is defined as an organized or established procedure or harmonious arrangement or pattern. And if you're in the classroom, you already know what systems are. You have them. You have them for your students, when you um, teach them how to line up, how to walk in a line, how to get their lunch, how to go sit at the table. You have created systems already for your students. In this workshop, you're gonna learn how to create systems for yourself. Routines. Routines are defined as habitual or mechanical performance of an established procedure. And habits. Habits are defined as an acquired mode of behavior that has become nearly or completely involuntary. So let's talk about the why. So the term self-care gets thrown around a lot these days, but true self-care is creating systems that allow you to get your job done without allowing your job to take over your life. This workshop was born out of a need to help some of my teachers not feel like they had to work all the time in order to be an effective teacher. I don't really believe in the idea of work-life balance anymore. Thank goodness, because life is hard enough without looking for one more way that we may or may not be measuring up. There's just life. We all have roles that we fill outside of school that we want to show up well for. We also want to show up and do our work well at school. In order to do this, we have to create systems that work, that support our work daily, weekly, monthly, and throughout the year. It's never too late to do this, and these systems can be as detailed or loose as we need them to be. When I first started teaching, I let teaching consume me. I would work my normal hours and then come home and work as well. Yet, I often felt like I was spinning my wheels and got nothing, and I felt like I was not getting anything done. I knew something had to change. In this book, Atomic Habits, James Clear says that you do not rise to the level of your goals, but you fall to the level of your systems. 
Meaning that if we don't have that foundation of a system, of systems, routines, and habits that help us clear mental brain space, help us get focused on planning lessons for our students, but take the work out of remembering all the things we have to do. Like, did I grade those papers? Um, Did I email that parent? What's that meeting I have to go to? Did I prep the lesson? Do I have my copies? Is my anchor chart ready? Like taking all those things off of our brain and ongoing um, dialogue in our heads and creating systems, routines, and habits that help us get get those things done will help us rise to the level of our systems instead of fall to the level of our systems. And so I think I've touched on that. Why are they important? They help us clear mental brain space because we're not constantly running through our to-do list in our minds. Um, They help us show up well in the classroom because we're going to be prepared and ready to go. And they also help us be more creative in the development of our lessons and the respectful tasks that we develop for students because we're not just trying to get through the day and survive. We're going to thrive because we have systems and routines and habits in place that support us. Another quote from the book Atomic Habits um, is where James Clear says that every action you take is a vote for the type of person you want to become. No single instance will transform your beliefs, but as the votes build up, so does the evidence of or your new identity. So instead of our identity being wrapped up in ourselves, as far as like being a dedicated teacher means that we're staying here, staying at work. Um, until six o'clock or we're taking our work home and wearing that wearing that as a badge of honor, let our identity be in that we are fully rested, fully prepared, and fully ready to be present in the moment with our students and not constantly thinking about the million and one things that we have to do. So let's talk about the how. So when I was in the classroom, I was given the opportunity to be placed on a team that wanted to have their plans done by the Tuesday prior so that copies or materials could be prepped ahead of time. So my weekly goal became to have my plans done by Tuesday and copies made and ready to be sorted by Thursday. I also had daily goals that included having my desk cleared by the end of the day and the copies and the day's copies on my desk. I sorted copies on the Friday's And I ate lunch with my team most days, but also scheduled days to get things done in my room during lunch if it was a day that we had a team meeting or a meeting with our principal. I sat down with my calendar once a week in order to get an idea of what lied ahead for that week. This was essential at work and at home. So there are often a million and one things to do each day, but a lot of them are like laundry. They always have to get done and you can predict when you need to do them. Anticipating what they are and then creating habits that support them will help you get those things done and get them off of your brain and free up precious mental real estate that you need to craft lessons for your students. I'm gonna teach you how to craft routines for tasks that you need to do daily, weekly, and monthly. Then you will have a chance to craft your very own daily routines checklist. How should you incorporate these systems, routines, or habits into your life? First, ask yourself, what are the things that need to be done daily, weekly, 
or monthly. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcasts. Now let's get back to the episode. So what are the things that need to be done daily? Um, How about checking email? Anybody else get a bajillion emails a day and then forget to go back and read them? Or checking lesson plans. Just because you wrote them last week or the week prior doesn't mean that you shouldn't be checking them daily. We should. Uh, Prepping materials for upcoming lessons. So these are things that could go on your daily checklist. Check email in the morning when you first walk in or before you leave for the day. Uh, Check lesson plans and then prep materials for upcoming lessons. Can I get the skeleton of my anchor chart done ahead of time? Yes. Should I cut these um, notebook um, sheets that I want my students to put into their notebooks? Maybe. Um, So so those kinds of things are the things that you want to think through. You also want to ask yourself, what are the things that need to be done weekly? Things like checking your calendar. Um, Every Monday, I have a standing appointment with myself that I check my home calendar, but I also check my work calendar and write down any meetings I'm going to need to be at, anything I need to prep for, um, and then just those meetings after school, or are there any ARDs that I need to be at? Those are the kinds of things I want to ask myself. In order to create systems that support you, you need to think about your never-ending to-do list in terms of what needs to be done daily, weekly, and monthly. Then build them into your daily, weekly, and monthly routines so that you do not get overwhelmed. If you'd like to get in on hearing the rest of my tips for creating systems that work so you don't have to live at work, then buy the workshop that will be linked in my show notes. Here are your next steps. Purchase the workshop. If you'd like one-on-one support, or would like me to come to your school to talk to your teachers about creating systems that support them, then book a discovery call with me. Click the link in the show notes or visit www.evermedellis.com and click on the work with me tab. See you in the next episode. Thank you for taking a page from the Reading Teachers Playbook. If this episode resonated with you, please take the time to rate and review the podcast on Apple iTunes so others can find it too. And take a screenshot of this episode and tag me at Miss Eva Mirellas on Instagram. Check the show notes for any links mentioned and hit subscribe so you don't miss a play from the Reading Teacher's Playbook. See you in the next episode.